This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, we get an early look at some agencies' Federal Employee Viewpoint survey results. The Interior Department says it's heading in the right direction to eliminate harassment within its workforce. And even though we're still a year away from elections, GSA is preparing for a possible change in the White House. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Some agencies are starting to share this year's Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey results. Employee engagement at the Treasury Department, for example, sits at 69% in 2019. 79% of Treasury employees were satisfied with their immediate supervisors, compared to just 58% for senior leaders. Treasury also noted a 5% bump in satisfaction with the department's ability to recruit new talent with the right skills. The government-wide engagement results are expected later this week. The Interior Department says it's making progress in its ongoing efforts to reduce instances of harassment at the agency. 18% of employees say they experience some form of harassment. That's compared to 35% of the Interior workforce in a 2017 survey. 94% of the workforce now knows where to report harassment compared to just 62% two years ago. The department says it'll hold 70 sessions on bystander intervention training next month in various sites across the country. With the next presidential election still 12 months away, the General Services Administration is preparing for a possible transition in the White House. GSA launched its presidential transition website, explaining important details a new administration would need to know about ethics, records management, and the plum book. The site also includes a timeline that highlights key dates around when the campaign should name agency transition leads and when agencies must finalize briefing books for a new administration. If you want to do business with the FAA, don't bother going to the FedBizOps website. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Starting Friday, the Federal Aviation Administration will no longer post contracting opportunities at FedBizOps. Contractors will instead have to go to the FAA's own solicitations page. The agency says contractors must still register on the General Services Administration's System for Award Management, and GSA is moving FedBizOps functions to a new beta version of that system. But the FAA says it won't list its own buying plans there. I'm Tom Temin. A national security panel on artificial intelligence has warned of a brain drain if the Trump administration cuts funding for research and development. The panel urged Congress not to act on a White House proposal to cut federal R&D funding by 5 percent and basic research funding by 10 percent in fiscal 2020. The AI panel will release a final report with its recommendations for Congress sometime next year. The Army National Guard plans to create the force's 5th Battalion and will place it in Indiana. The new battalion will have four subordinate units consisting of a cybersecurity company, a cyber warfare company, and two cyber protection teams. The battalion will conduct cyberspace operations, network vulnerability assessments, and support federal entities like the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Forget those four-letter word cloud efforts that DOD is waiting for. There's an eight-letter one that is picking up steam. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The military services don't have to wait for Jedi or Dios to move to the cloud. MillCloud 2.0 is open for business and growing every month. 
The Defense Information Systems Agency says the Army Material Command just finished moving more than 100 applications to the cloud instance. The Defense Contract Management Agency moved 29 applications in less than 90 days. DISA officials say the classified version of MillCloud 2.0 should be ready to start accepting applications no later than January. I'm Jason Miller. The Pentagon has made its decision on the long-awaited Jedi cloud contract, but Oracle isn't giving up its legal fight. In a brief to a federal appeals court, the software giant says a lower court was wrong to let the Jedi contract go forward. The Court of Federal Claims ruled DOD violated federal procurement laws by making Jedi a winner-take-all contract, but that Oracle was not harmed by that decision. Oracle says that's wrong and that the lower court made numerous legal and factual errors. The company says the process was also tainted by conflicts of interest involving Amazon, even though DOD awarded the contract to Microsoft last month. Postal Service has asked a federal appeals court to rehear a case that challenged its largest price hike on postage stamps. The District of Columbia's Court of Appeals ruled in September that the Postal Regulatory Commission failed to justify raising the price of a first-class stamp from 50 to 55 cents. But the Postal Service, in its petition for the court to rehear the case, said the court was wrong to conclude the PRC has final say over postal rates and not its Board of Governors. And the Public Health Service might be able to start filling its reserve ranks soon. Bipartisan bills in the House and Senate intend to fix an issue that kept the Health and Human Services Department from paying public health service reservists. The bill was voted out of the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee in the Senate at the end of October. The Public Health Service says it needs a ready reserve corps to backfill positions during emergency deployments. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, or follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 